When I was young, I knew everything. She a punk who rarely ever took advice. Now I'm guilt-stricken, sobbing with my head on the floor. Stop 'em, baby's breath and a shoe full of rice. No. Hey, hey, you're listening to Johnny Secret Stash on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. I'm John Goldman, and I think we're going to have Adam Conley in the studio today. Uh, we also have a very special guest, Brian Vanderark from The Verve Pipe playing at the livery on uh, January 3rd, this upcoming um, Saturday. And uh, Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics out of New Buffalo, Michigan, for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. Uh, Looking forward to sitting down and having a telephone conference with uh, Brian Vanderark in a little while. For now, let's play a couple of his songs and... Uh, we just started out listening to a little piece of a song by the Verb Pipe called The Freshman, perhaps one of their best-known songs. But I'm now going to play you a song called Colorful off of Brandon Vander Ark's uh, 2000... Let's see. It's his uh, 2005 album called Within Reach. Here we go. Show is over, close the storybook There will be no encore And all the random hands that I have shook Will they're reaching for the door I watch the backs as they leave single file you stood stubborn, cheering all the while. I know I can be colorful. I know I can be gray. But I know this loser's living fortunate. Cause I know you will love me. Oh, 
useless lyric what you had Cause I know you will love me Yes, I know you will love me Yes, I know you will love me either way When I was young, I knew everything Was she a punk who really ever took advice? Now I'm guilt-stricken, sobbing with my head on the floor Stop boom baby's breath and a shoe full of rice, no I can't be held responsible Cause she was touching her face now I won't be held responsible She fell in love in the first place For the life of me I cannot remember What made us think that we were wise And we'd never compromise For the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die For these sins we were merely fresh now Best friend took a week's vacation to forget her His girl took a week's worth of valium and slept And now he's guilt-stricken sobbing with his head on the floor And thinks about her now and how he never really wept He says, we can't be irresponsible Cause she was touching her face now I won't be held responsible She fell in love in the first place For the life of me I cannot remember What made us think that we were wise And we'd never compromise For the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die For these sins we were merely freshmen We try to wash our hands of all of this and we never talk of our lacking relationships and how we're killed, stricken, sobbing with our heads on the floor. We fell through the ice when we tried not to slip, we'd say We can't be held responsible Cause she was touching her face And I won't be held responsible She fell in love in the first place for the life of me I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise And we'd never compromise for the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins We were merely fresh men for the life of me I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise And we'd never compromise for the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins. We were merely fresh. Thank you so much. Brian Vanderark from the Verve Pipe. And we're fortunate enough to be able to have a conversation with him today. Okay, here we go. I'm here with Brian Vander Ark. He's a singer-songwriter from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and a member of the alternative rock band The Verve Pipe. He also has uh, acting credits under his belt, including roles in 2001's Rockstar and 2011's House of the Rising Sun. He's playing at the Livery in Benton Harbor on Saturday, January 3rd, 
And Brian, welcome to the show. Great to have you on. Uh, you guys uh, are in the middle of a tour with the Verve Pipe, too. Am I correct about that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a constant. Yeah, touring has uh, been constant for quite some time now. So um, that's a good thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. A good thing. Uh, and I know that you have a couple newer albums that came out, uh, Parachute from 2017 with the Verve Pipe. And then you had that album with uh, Jeff Daniels, um, the uh, the one you did in 2017, uh, Simple Truths, or maybe it was 2016. And uh, I found that to be fascinating. How did you connect with Jeff Daniels on that? I know he's played locally in Harbor Country with his son's band, the Ben Daniels Band, at uh, the Acorn. And Ben Daniels has also played at the Livery a couple times. How did you connect with Jeff Daniels? Uh, Jeff contacted me um, back in 2011, I think it was, or 2010. <clears throat> and uh, he had seen a documentary film. I made with a buddy of mine about my house concerts tour and um, and just said how much he liked the movie and asked if we wanted to write together sometime. And I said, sure. And we wrote a song back then for my solo album called Magazine. And then we wrote another one for uh, the Burp Pipe album called Overboard. And then we thought, well, why don't we make an album together? And so we uh, you know, went to his studio and um chelsea and uh recorded it out put it out and went over pretty well yeah that sounds great and uh did you guys uh, end up going on tour you and jeff no jeff doesn't really tour um in a standard way you know because he he's like, got he a, does so much acting work right so there's really no tour there's you know one-off dates here and there right, so right. we did that for Oh, about a year, I think. And then, you know, and then the verb pipe stuff started taking off again. So I, you know, I started concentrating on that. And he was focusing on To Kill a Mockingbird, I think, at that time, which was the. Right, right. That was a play in uh, New York that he was doing, I believe. Yeah. That might be right. Yeah. Uh, so your writing style and uh, Jeff's writing style, how did that, uh, you know, how did you. Were you able to converge those together, um, and and what kind of process did you follow when you were working with him on a song? I, I mean, did you come in with some ideas, or he come in some ideas, and then you uh, worked on them together in the same place, or did you, you know, call it in and work on them separately? How did that happen? No, I mean he, you know, he, he like any other. I mean, it's a pretty common process. I mean, he had had stockpile stockpile of ideas and and i brought in a notebook of ideas and and we just went into his uh, loft space in the studio there and we hashed out what we thought were the best of both of our songs and and then worked on them over the course of a month of pre-production then you know went in and recorded them and it was pretty standard i think standard process it's you know the difference is you're sitting across from the guy that's in Dumb and Dumber, you know. And you know right. <laughs> yeah. This guy, I mean, Jeff's a storytelling guy, So, and I come from the storytelling place as well, you know. So, you know, we there was no real button heads <clears throat> unless, you know, something was not up to up to story standard, you know, then we would <clears throat> we'd work on that, whatever that particular piece was to make the story better, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a Simple Truths is a, it's an album of stories. I mean, the bar, stories you tell in a bar, you know, broken hearts and love gone wrong and some love gone right, you know. But, I mean, essentially it's a it's a book of short stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you grew up in Holland, Michigan, or at least you were born there. Uh, and now you're in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um when you were in Holland, did you, well, I mean, how long were you in Holland? Is it, were you just born there and moved somewhere else or did you? Yeah, I was, uh, there, I was there a month. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then grew, <laughs> did you grow up in Grand Rapids then? I mean, south of Grand Rapids, Middleville, which is just off the highway 131, halfway between Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids, oh. in the Wayland area, that kind of thing. Right, right, sure. And uh, your brother was in the Verve Pipe with you initially. Um, 
was that something you know did you guys grow up playing together and learning music together no you know brad and i are five years apart so uh-huh. he was always way behind me and everything you know he was you know he was only nine or ten when i started playing or eleven maybe when i started playing guitar the holiday and bars he was you know just a little kid yeah. and then from there i formed bands and he was always just five years behind you know but once i was going to form our band johnny with an eye i thought well i'll see if brad wants to play bass and and then we'd been together um you know all through the 1990s uh-huh is uh brad doing his own thing does he uh i don't yeah think he's he... been on, he he was the first one that left the band he left yeah he left in 2000 2000 2001 i think so he was he was in the band for eight years i think and then uh decided he had, had enough uh-huh and and the verve pipe's been around since 92 it's still going strong right yeah yeah it's been great yeah been great. uh and so who's the current lineup for the verve pipe Joel Ferguson is a bass player. He plays um, he plays every instrument, but for us, he plays bass. He's he was in Papa Vegas, who were signed to RCA for a while, and he's been a staple in the West Michigan scene forever. He's uber talented. And um, Randy Sly, who was in the first incarnation of the Verve Pipe in '92, came back to rejoin, and um, and Lou Musa took over AJ's spot. Well, I think in 2003 or four. So he's been in it. Funny, he's been in it longer than AJ has now, or AJ was. Um, and then Sam Briggs plays drums. And Channing Lee, the superb um, songwriter, and she uh, and a superb singer and entertainer. So she's been in for five years now, I think. And for the Verve Pipe, do you uh, and Channing do a lot of the writing, or does the whole band write together? How does that work? Well, we wrote most of the stuff off the news record that's coming out. Um, I, I think we've, I mean, we've got six songs in the in the can right now, and she wrote she wrote a lot of the uh, a lot of those with me. So I would say she's you know it's an equal part so far on this album. She you know she wrote one song or two songs on the last album, and <clears throat> she's a force to be reckoned with live. <laughs> yeah. You know, anybody that's seen the band knows how talented she is, you know. Right, right. Uh, and I see you guys are playing in Detroit early February and then in Jackson, Michigan, uh, a little bit after that, and then and then going around the country, it looks like. So that sounds like an exciting time coming up after the first of the year. Uh, and, you know, for your... Your house concerts. Uh, you mentioned that there's a documentary on that, and uh, is that documentary available, um, like on regular forums like Netflix or Hulu or? No, uh, we sold we sold the you know the DVDs back when DVDs were popular. So we sold oh, I don't know ten thousand or something DVDs of it, maybe more than that, and then um, I believe. Devin, the director producer got distribution but i i don't think it's i don't think it's even available anymore i don't think they ever sold it to amazon or hulu or anybody so um i'd be, you'd be hard pressed to find a copy yeah, unless you've got hard. one of the original dvds right right like old school you know going to a show right. and uh and getting it from the merch table uh speaking of uh their your movie uh, a big part of your summer sounds like it's spent uh, doing house concerts, um, which I've been hearing more and more about. Uh, well, how how do you um, function with the house concerts? How do you plan them out? And, you know, what exactly is going on with those? Well, I mean, I started them, I'm in my 14th year, so nobody really knew what they were back then. Like nobody, um, I mean, of course, there were house concerts that existed, but I, I try to take it to a new level and i would do three or four a day on the weekends you know go from one to the next the next all over the country so i would do 100 about 100 every summer and i had to back that off in the last four or five years because of the verb pipe resurgence so 
but uh, you know, essentially, someone in St. Louis would want a show, and then we would send uh, an email out to everybody in that area and say, "Hey, Brian's coming down, and <clears throat> do you want to get on this?" And everybody's costs would come down then because they'd share the travel costs. And are so you talking about the musicians, a, um, the musicians who would be joining you there, or the or no, the no, no, people to me. see it? No, the people that want to see oh, it. Oh, I got you. Okay. So we try to book as many as we can in St. Louis. That way. The car, you could, you know, you could, you could spend three times as much if I just go to your show. But if we can get three other gigs out of that, then right. everybody's cost comes down. So it was meant to be very fan friendly. Oh, because gotcha. you know it's no fun to play just for rich people. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so we did, and that's how we booked. You know, that's how we would book a hundred in the summer months alone. You know, doing so many a day. Now, I I haven't been able to sustain that. Uh, because of the verb pipe resurgence, like I said, so I don't do nearly that many now. And now I just do the ones that I like, you know, essentially. Right. Uh, so you've developed relationships with some of these uh, hosts no, around the country. Are, and some of them are some of my better friends now. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, well, it's a very personal kind of interaction when you're in their house and, and uh, you know, spending that kind of time with them. Uh, and, and it's primarily you doing kind of a solo acoustic is that correct the yeah, it's house concerts? Just me. yeah it's always me on the acoustic guitar that's it uh-huh yeah uh i also read that you um are a public speaker uh what exactly is that about uh i go into financial industries and um talk about the parallels between the financial industries and the and the music industry and how people are investing online and getting their music online and also tell the story of the band and, you know, the up and down and how to reinvent your business if you have to, like I've tried to and trying to stay relevant in the music industry and, and how you can stay relevant in your industry, whatever that is. And also See, talk about leaving, leaving your bags behind and, and, you know, let go, leave your ego at the door and that kind of thing. So, and that's been, that takes up a lot of time too. I do probably more of those now than I do the house concerts for sure. Uh huh. Yeah. And you travel around the country doing that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all over. The whole music industry, the economics of the music industry seems to have changed dramatically with, you know, all these uh, online digital uh, music companies, Spotify and Amazon and uh, Apple, you know, or iTunes, whatever they're calling themselves now. Uh, it used to be that, um, and you probably know this better than anyone, that you know, you'd get approached by um, a record company and they'd sign you on. And then um, you know, that always seemed to be um, uh, to the advantage of the record company. You know, they would own your music and, and then basically give you, uh, charge you the expenses of, of doing the uh, tours and all that. But that seems to have changed dramatically over the last couple of years. How did that affect uh, the Verve Pipe and, and you as an individual performer? And I'm, it sounds like that that's the kind of thing that you discuss during your public speaking engagements, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I learned that you you don't rely on anybody but your your own business acumen. You know, every every young band that comes out should now, should never sign with a ma major label unless unless it's a phenomenal deal. I mean, there's no point. You're, most of these deals today are 50-50 deals. Uh, they're 360 deals. They rip off the artist. Um, yeah. But run your band and your your career as a business and um, and look at the bottom line whenever you can, you know? I mean, that's, that's what we should have done. I think if we had done that and paid more attention to it, the band would have been able to have even more success after, you know, after the villains album, but, you know, we trusted the powers that be and, um, and we forgot about the fans and, uh, and we lost a lot of fans because of that. You know? Well, and then you might not have had as much to talk about in your public speaking engagements as well. If, yeah, uh, of course, if that happened like that, yeah. but, uh, and so what are some of the th specific things that you've learned as a result of going through that process uh and have you been able to extricate yourself from some of the 
bad deals that, that you guys might have entered into at an earlier stage of your career? Well, I mean, you know, right now it would be terrific to be able to have the masters to our own albums. You know, we like every band in the 90s and most bands in the 80s and before that, you, you know, you sell the rights to your album for distribution or the recording for distribution. So, you know, we can't go out and take our albums and make vinyl albums out of them and sell them until the rights revert back to us. And that's that's a bit of a drag because I appreciate vinyl and a lot of people do. And that's one of the purest forms of um, medium, you know, to listen to music. Yeah, it sure is. So we put out vinyl now of our new stuff. But those old recordings won't be available for another three or four years. That's not that's not really that big of a deal, and that's not. I mean, the the thing that I learned was that you you can't ignore the fans, you know, and and a record label will quickly ignore the fans uh, if there's another avenue out there to get your music to the masses. I see. Okay. Then it's a one-time hit, explosion of sales and then you don't really have that connectivity that you had to your fans before that happened and even after that happened um that's where you find your you know 1000 tried and true fans you know for us it's quite a bit more than that but um you know that's that's should have kept our eye instead of keeping our eye on the prize of being a massive success on a on a massive in a massive way i wish we would have concentrated more on the people that were there for us you know in the 90s and then you know in the early 90s you know because those are the fans that'll stick with you forever so how do you keep track how do you keep connected to your fans these days is that through social media and direct email kind of things and direct email social media but you know doing the house concerts helps a lot right. but also taking the time to do meet and greets and and, uh, you know, going out after the shows and saying hi to people and connecting in that way. And there's time to do that. Yeah. But there wasn't time to do it before. And uh, so you're playing at Delivery. Um, well, this show is going to air on Friday the 2nd. So, and you're playing with at Delivery on Saturday the 3rd. Uh, I, I've seen you there a couple of times, so I know that you've been there at least once or twice before. Um you know, it's a small venue, and it's always packed there when you show up. So it sounds like it's the kind of place where you know that you're going to have a great show and get to see people you haven't seen. Um, is that what brings you back to the livery each year? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, the people there, the the owner and the people that work so there are all Brandon, really fun yeah. people. and uh, And so when they asked me if I want to play and that time of year is perfect for me to play because it's, you know, it's an hour drive for me. So I'll, I'll go down and see people I haven't seen for a year. And yeah, it seems like the whole town comes out. So it's, it's always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bringing some merchandise with you too, when you come in. Of course. Yeah. Always. All right. Good. Uh, and I, I saw that you, uh, were in the army you're you're an army vet was that before you started playing with the verve pipe in 92 or was it uh sure uh, take yeah, a break? Of course. yeah no i was out of high school oh okay i gotcha and and how does that play into your songs do, do you um take any reflections from your time in the army uh in the music that you've written yeah, but I mean that's you know that's just another thing in your life that you anybody would have is you you pull out stories um, from those experiences. I mean, a writer needs to have the, those experiences to be able to, you know, to generate characters and plots. And and especially when, when it comes to the type of songs that, that I write, you know. So I pull upon those memories uh, constantly. I mean, to travel the world at 18 years old and um, on the U.S. Army's dime and... Uh, you know, taught me how to be disciplined about whatever I do. And you know, I still get up at four or five in the morning and try to get some work done before the kids get up. Yeah. So these are things that I learned from the army. Sure. But I mean, that was, God, that was 25, 30 years ago, actually 30 years ago. Right. 
Well, I, I can tell you, being uh, in my early 50s, <laughs> it's hard not to get up at 4 or 5 in the morning, even without kids around the house. True. Just one of That's those true. things. Uh, well, definitely looking forward to having you come through town and seeing you at the livery. Um, do you have any advice for you know any um, younger musicians who are just kind of starting out and have a good sound and not really sure like how to how to bring their you know music and their abilities to the next level i mean that's a right you have to be creative every day just write every day would be my advice write as many songs as you possibly can but good quality songs and and get out there and play as much as possible and <clears throat> don't listen to anything or anybody but your own heart that's that's my advice yeah that's great well i, I do um know from you know, talking to people in this radio show podcast that, you know, there's a lot of uh, young, um, newer musicians out there who really just can't help themselves, you know, like they have families, they have to have regular day jobs, yet they, you know, just keep writing when they have time and, and booking shows and just making, you know, getting themselves out there and going to open mics and doing everything they can to kind of... Um, you know, like I said, like they, it's almost like they can't help themselves. They just have this desire, this, this, uh, this pull to create. And, um, you know, that, I think that's a sign of a, of a real musician, despite what kind of audience that they might have. Um, yeah, of course. Seems I mean, like kind of consistent. To do it. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I definitely appreciate you coming onto the show. And like I said, we very much look forward to, Seeing you tomorrow at the livery um, in Benton Harbor, Brian Vanderark of the Verve Pipe, and um, um, then going out on or continuing with his uh, spring and and rest of winter, um, uh, doing some touring for the Verve Pipe and probably some house concerts too, but um, not on your schedule. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, well, ben. thanks again. Take care. Sure thing. Bye. Bye. That was Brian Vanderark from the Verve Pipe doing a solo show at the Livery tomorrow night in Benton Harbor. And we were talking about uh, his collaboration with Jeff Daniels. And here is um, the uh, title track, or not the title track, but the, um, the first track of that 2016-2017 album, Simple Truths. It's called Taking I-94. And really a lot of these songs on um, the Jeff Daniels album uh, are about Michigan. A lot of the uh, the music that Brian um, has on his own solo albums is is about Michigan. You know, he's a real Michigan guy, and uh, what a delight to be able to see him in a uh, great venue, a small venue like the Livery. Let's uh, let's listen to this one. Taking I ninety four. It's from Simple Truths. Old North Wind wants to read me my last right this ain't no place to die warm beers with the boys who've never been won't take very long tonight every bar stool
Brian Vanderark and Jeff Daniels from their 2016 album, Simple uh, Simple Things and uh, Simple Truths. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I also wanted to, uh, you're listening to Johnny Secret Stash on Radio Harbor Country, 106.7 WRHC out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 WRHZ out of Sawyer, Michigan. Uh, I'm John Goldman, and uh, we are underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics out of New Buffalo, Michigan, uh, for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. So Brian was talking about his uh, um, uh, Carol uh, Channing Lee, who also plays with him in the Verve Pipe, an outstanding vocalist, and uh, they recently issued a single called Found, uh, in uh, the two nine, 2019 date, here is Channing Lee and Brian Vander Ark with Found. Here comes the restlessness again. Starts in my fingers, then I'm bursting right out of my skin. My conscience whispers, time to go. Born in my heart, it's the only thing I know. I am just a pin drop in the map of their hometown. Out there chasing melodies with madness all around. But anything worth finding is never easily found Another day out on the road Funny how everywhere and nowhere feels like home I am a shadow of myself Twisting in the wind Longing to be somebody else Leave it all on stage Then glide through the afterglow It's counterfeit and candlelit And people I don't know The small hours and the smoky haze Are for poets and for renegades But I am just an ordinary No one in the sun 
again I feel it in my fingers Till I'm bursting right out of my skin My conscience whispers time to rest My time is served In the quiet of a house arrest And you could hear a pin drop A solitary sound I haven't any strength left Search a love profound And anything worth finding Is never easily found And anything worth capturing Is never easily bound All right, that is Channing Lee and Brian Vanderark. Channing Lee is uh, one of the singers in uh, the Verve Pipe, and that was uh, their... Um, uh, their duet uh, from 2019. Uh, wanted to reach back out to that Jeff Daniels, Brian Vander Ark album, Simple Truths. And here's another one uh, about Michigan. This one's a little bit darker. Don't let me die in Michigan. Indeed. I was born from the sea. Southern man on the day the Mississippi flood Got out of the shows on a lucky street Wandering in my blood Head over heels from the rusty nails A recipe I can't resist And the stars aligned and I really didn't mind She took me out by the wrist I followed her north of the Mason-Dixon And that's where my trouble began she made me do some things that I shouldn't have done In pursuit of the one that stand But don't let me die in Michigan At the hands of the jury in Jackson County You can't tell by the state I'm in That I ain't fit to outrun no bounty So drive me down to the Crimson Tide Or get me to the temple of old Kentucky But don't let me die in Michigan With a southern man That seat, nowhere to sow. She just teased me on that ride. It put me in a rage, a man half my age. I caught the two of them entwined. Every drop of blood that left my brain, I killed them right then and there. What I'd done put me out on the run, and I finally came up for air. A trucker who was waving a Confederate flag said, Boy, you really do look lost. Hide in the back, I'll get you right on track Then headed north in a double cross Oh, don't let me die in Michigan At the hands of the jury in Jackson County You can't tell by the state I'm in That I ain't fit to outrun no bounties Drive me down to the Crimson Tide Or get me to the Temple of Kentucky But don't let me die in Michigan Where a southern man he
All right, that's uh, Brian Vanderark and Jeff Daniels from Simple Truths. And uh, don't let me die in Michigan. And uh, that's good advice, definitely, especially traveling down I-94. You never know. Um, so The Freshman was one of the Verve Pipe's bigger songs and uh, very familiar. I mean, uh, uh, I'm sure most people have recognized it. Here's a version, though, that uh, I hadn't heard before. And it's kind of uh, framed as a little bit of a, of a um, joke song. And this one is, um, uh, let's see. Well, it uh, says that it's uh, from Joe Anderson's Songs About Jokes. And um, let's check it out. It's supposed to be a parody of uh, The Freshman. Interesting. Here we go. If you've heard the song The Freshman by The Verve Pipe, this is a parody of that song. If you've never heard that song, this is an original composition. When I was young and drank everything, lived on ramen noodles and mac and cheese, now I'm puke-stricken sobbing with my head in the can. Party's over early cause the neighbors called the police Yeah, we're irresponsible So drunk I can't feel my own face Oh yeah, we're really irresponsible So we'll try to drink another case For the life of me, I cannot remember of me I cannot believe our parents are paying for all of this and we are only freshmen my best friend took a week's vacation mid-semester to Jamaica with the daughter of his chemistry professor he told her he was failing she still wouldn't help so we found a fifth-year senior who was majoring in plagiarism. Yeah, we're irresponsible. So we go to drink in Canada. Oh yeah, we're really irresponsible. And we're the future of America. For the life of me, I cannot remember. of me I cannot believe our parents are paying for all of this and we are only freshmen Brian Vanderark on guitar. I think he played this song a few times. All right, there we go. That was that parody of uh, The Freshman. And uh, I'm going to play you um, a different song from uh, Brian's Brian Vanderark's 2011 album called The Magazine. And this is the song Coast to Coast. When 
When I was a kid working minimum wage, wishing 18 was the legal age. I had a beat up Dodge that the whole town heard. I decaled it up with a Trans An eight-track player and a couple of speakers that took up the whole back seat. But there's a don't you dare park it in the driveway, son. You gotta park it out in the street. A good times are coming, gone. Guaranteed, some more gonna come along. I'm gonna get my buzz, let the games begin. Watching my Red Wings win again. No, I, I don't remember half the things I did. Well, I knew Kid Rock when he was just a kid. But to hell with reminiscing, let's do. Buzz all by myself, mom and dad at the door saying, What's that smell? And I had to get my hair cut, business in the front and party in the back, just hoping my new boss would cut me some slack. It was a free for all at the Cobo Hall, watching the news throw down, and it seemed absurd. A girl flipped me the she ended up coming around Well, a good times are coming and gone Guaranteed some more are gonna come along I saw Bob Seger at the DTE But it's always gonna be Pinopini You know I don't remember half the things I did Well, I knew Kid Rock when he was just a kid But to hell with reminiscing, let's do it again Riding coast to coast in Michigan That was fun. That was Brian Vander Ark off his 2011 album called The Magazine. And I wanted to thank Brian again for coming on the show. Brian Vander Ark playing at the Livery in Benton Harbor on uh, tomorrow, January 3rd. Uh, you can also um, uh, catch him with the Verve Pipe playing in Detroit uh, in February and in Jackson, Michigan shortly after that. Check out his uh, website for all the available dates. And I'm going to close this out with a, uh, a, a great song, a cover of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, the, uh, the Beatles song. You're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman in uh, Radio Harbor Country, WRHC, 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ, 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics out of New Buffalo, Michigan, for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. Here we go with Brian Vander Ark's cover of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Thanks. 
Turnstile 